Hey, AfterBuzz, welcome back to the mid-season finale of Shameless here at AfterBuzz TV. The Gallagher men have their doses of crazy in their women. And, of course, Fiona, she returns to the Gallagher household, but she goes down like the Titanic. Stay tuned as we talk. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We will not be back until January 20th, so... Get your dose in now. Yes. That's right. That's right. OD right now on us. We have JJ Jurgens. Hi, guys. Juliet Bear. Hey. And, of course, Haley Clover. Hello. Look at you guys. Look at you, Phil. <laughs> we have Cadet Kelly with Carl. We have therapist Frank... Lip gets together with Tammy, and Kev wants a baby, but then the big storyline of tonight is, of course, Fiona, so we've got all that to talk about, plus some news and gossip. We'll, of course, give our predictions, as well as some of our favorite Fiona moments. I just thought of something. We're celebrating the the mid-season finale by drinking a nice glass of Cab, but we could play a little drinking game. Every time we say the word crazy tonight, take a drink if you're 21 and above. (laughs) That's right. Or, if you're not, take a drink of your soda. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah, you can play along. Of course. Now, I wanted to know from you guys, what did you think of today's mid-season finale? Did it feel like a mid-season finale or just a great episode overall? Yeah, I think it it felt like a mid-season finale for me. It closed out some of those storylines that had been, um, you know, happening since the first episode. And I just felt like it was kind of old Shameless again. I was very nostalgic from this episode. A lot of things felt reminiscent of, you know, earlier seasons. So I enjoyed it. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, you said it all. Just a lot of ups and downs, and um, I kind I'm excited because they just tease a lot of things that are to come, mm-hmm. and t- tie a lot of storylines with a bow. It was nice. Yep, I agree. I really liked it. I I liked the, some of the antics. I like I like the family dynamic again. I I thought it was a great mid season. I thought it was nine point five. <laughs> <laughs> Little, can't extra, wait to talk about Maybe that. one extra thrust in there, huh, Phil? Since it would have been a 10. Yeah, it felt like, you know, <laughs> other episodes might have been a little bit jabby, but this one got its full thrust in. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's let's talk about Cadet Kelly and Carl. Because I actually like them two together. Out of all the Gallagher men and, and crazy, Kelly's a little bit crazy, but unlike Cassidy, she is much more beneficial versus psychotic. Yeah, you know who she mm-hmm. reminds me of? A Mindy. She's she's like his Mindy. Remember how Mindy used to Mandy. always... Mandy. 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 Ah, I'm French, guys. But <laughs> remember how she used to always push lip and she... we Some people called her crazy. I call her just emotional. Um, yeah, I think that she's oh, good that for him. Oh, that was a crazy people. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, drink. Oh. Keep talking, though. Um, so, yeah, it's so crazy uh, that... <laughs> God, uh, no, but I really think that this girl is good for him. She She's pushing him in the right direction. She is, and, and of course they have that moment of hilarity when they're going down the quiz of all the messed up stuff he's gone through. Yeah, I really enjoyed that scene. I I felt bad when I heard um, that he was going to need to take, you know, like the ACT and all of these tests, and I was like, crap, he's never going to pass. Like, there's no way he's going to get into West Point. And then I was like, no, but there's got to be a way that he can still get into military school. And of course that was like a great loophole 
because, of course, he's grown up with terrible trauma, even though I love that he said he loved living on the South Side, and it was awesome here. He's like, yeah, I love this place. And I like to see that she was all for him. Like, she could have started to be scared away, possibly, by some of the things he kept answering yes to. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she was just, like, her eyes just lit up. Yeah, she was being he... with, like, you got this. Yeah. You know? He put a rabbit in the, uh, in the microwave, yeah, and she that's... was like, yes. <laughs> I don't know if that was on the quiz, though. <laughs> No, he threw no, that I one in. I thought he maybe went too far, but I don't think. Yeah, yeah I think he's just so different from anything that she's ever known. Right? She she's from this military family that seems to have pretty much pretty a lot of prestige. Her house is pretty big. Yeah, and he's just so far from it. And I think that really attracts her. Mm-hmm. What What do we think about their relationship? Because they have that moment where she says, "Like, I want a boyfriend that goes to West Point," and he's like. I'm your boyfriend. Ew. It was cute. It was so cute. Because that, yeah, she said ew, and then was like, then smiled, and I was like, oh, young love. That <laughs> <laughs> was cute. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I actually don't think there's anything wrong with this relationship. I am mm. all for it. There's I don't no red think flags. Any of the Gallagher's could ever have a, a normal, whatever that type of relationship is, and you know, and normal to society type of relationship. So as long as we can see some benefits of, you know, the two of them challenging each other and in good ways, then I think we should be happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. normal is just way too boring for them. Yeah, totally. Well, let's hope that on that quiz it doesn't say, do you have any psychotic (laughs) ex-girlfriends? Yeah. You get 100 points. And have you killed? Well, I guess he didn't kill it. (laughs) Right. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Um We'll see how that kind of develops and whatnot, but uh, he's also taken over Frank's room and, you know, we're reshuffling things now that Ian is gone and no one expects Frank to be back. And if he is, they fine, whatever. Um, but anyway, let's talk about Therapist Frank. I love Therapist Frank. <laughs> I do too. Mm-hmm. I is like it, them and Ingrid together. Is it true, like, the most mentally psychotic people make the best psychiatrists because if they can cure themselves they can cure anybody i do feel like of people that i know that have been in marriage counseling and gone through things a lot like the marriage counselors are not are all cheaters or like you know aren't good like people divorced or yeah, yeah or yeah like i yeah, knew i knew one and the... she was a marriage counselor or whatever and she was having an affair with a married man you know <laughs> and it's like yeah so i, I do it's like going to a dentist like... with yellow teeth Something about that that seems just wrong. But I get it. They would would understand how you would feel, what you're going through, you know, reasons why you may have done what you did, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess they would would understand. An unfit personal trainer is a red flag for me any day. (laughs) Yes. Agreed. (laughs) Totally. It makes no sense. (laughs) But as far as this, uh, so I guess let's let's start with the breaking down of the relationship. Like, we'll, we'll sort of take it in chunks. He loves crazy, and tobogganing certainly oh, constitutes yeah. a crazy. <laughs> Julia, you got to speak because you're the only one who doesn't have a drink. So every time we're drinking, you got to pick up the conversation. Or just repeat the word again and again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What happened? Can't you can't be deliberate. She has to work after this, so she said she can't have a drink. It's not very shameless of you. Responsible. Uh, we already gave her plenty of to drink. Okay, so we were shameless enough. But anyway, yeah. Uh, thoughts on the relationship 
Um, I, <laughs> I'm really entertained by it. It's definitely not the most healthy uh, as the relationships, but I think it's really great. And honestly, I do see Frank as maybe not a therapist per se, because that requires a lot of schooling, which I don't see him ever pursuing, but I don't know, like a life coach of some sort. <laughs> like he, he has a lot of life experience and he tells it like it is. And I think that, you know, uh, this poor girl who went into his office, I think she grew from that experience. <laughs> so it's a win situation. I honestly agree. Agree, hundred percent. I, I, when he was, um, not to jump further, but when he was talking to Ingrid's ex-husband, I was like, wow, he. He's a total therapist. You know why? Also, it's because he's a master manipulator. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, but therein lies the problem for me. It, it, he's not doing it from the right motive, and he's not doing it with, from a sense of responsibility to the patient or for True. the patient. I don't think ha- Frank has morals, though. I don't think anything he does is. You know, for the right motive. So I think if he could just find something that he actually could stick with, that would probably be good. Mm-hmm. I know, but that, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like you can't, you know, the whole point of therapy. Like even if even if you are not the world's best person, you still wanted an act. I would never tell an alcoholic to go drink. You know what I mean? It's like ah, who, but I feel like Frank would be like, you know what? Got to live your life. Say yeah. la vie. I could see that. For sure. That's a good point. Yeah, I agree. It's an entertaining, very entertaining to watch. Like, I love the storyline. Uh, it's really fun. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as a career, I don't think Frank would be And if we're best. being fully honest, like, do we see any type of career for Frank? <laughs> Frank doesn't really stick with stuff, really. No, so. Frank's not a career guy. He Mm-mm. likes to be free and open. <laughs> Did, when Randy tells him that he got 14 stab wounds... Does that excite Frank or alarm him? Because she does take the knife at one point to him, and I, I didn't know how he actually felt about it. I think he liked it. I mean, he goes back, so mm-hmm. he obviously wasn't, you know, freaked out or scared away. Mm-hmm. Monica gave him a lot of scars. I think he sees them as kind of like trophies in a way. Yeah. Probably like, I can do Love that. Battle I can take that. Love battle wounds. Love battle wounds. Exactly, Haley. Yeah. Instead of tattoos, he gets stab marks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Or burn marks. You know, but even like, are there times like she she's gone too crazy? Like, is there a line we have to drink? But um, is there a line <laughs> that he draws in the sand? Whereas it's too much. Her being up for let's say forty eight hours and her doing the books, he's like, hey, why don't you get some sleep? It's which. I- yeah, go ahead, JJ. I just I think that's what we're gonna see. I think well, I hope maybe that's prediction, but I hope we see it. Her taking it to like the ultimate limit to where finally we do think that maybe this is too much crazy for Frank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can't keep saying it deliberately. <laughs> well, I was coming out. He um, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, he definitely looked like he was getting a little uncomfortable when. You know, the glass was all over the countertop yeah. and in the brie, and she was making him eat that cheese. Eat and the brie. Eat yeah. the brie. Yeah. Um, I would say uncomfortable, but still not scared away. There's still something where he's, like, okay with it. He doesn't really doesn't really care. Go ahead. I think he cares. I think he's just very, like, okay, let's see where this goes. He's so intrigued. I think yeah, the only thing missing was, like, him being facially scared but like just you know in the past they've shown like his trousers where all of a sudden like he pitches a tent <laughs> that was the only thing that was missing yeah. true yeah it wasn't giving him a boner this time mm-hmm. pitches a tent that's crazy. you, you ever heard, heard that one i've never heard that but <laughs> don't worry it's a very it's a very american slang term mm-hmm. um but as far as randy his relationship with randy 
is it a threatening thing, a jealousy thing? You know, because he gives him this advice, but essentially, like, he's sending him off to Mount Fuji of all places. Yeah, I mean, it's totally on purpose. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a jealousy thing. I think it's it's a more... He's not really jealous that he potentially might get with her. He's more so nervous that he's going to make her go down a straight, narrow line. He doesn't really... I don't think he's... I think he's fine with sharing her if that ever happens. He's just worried that she's not going to be crazy yeah, anymore. Yeah, he, he sends him away so that she cannot sober up. Exactly. I think he also wants him out of the picture, too, so that he can be the one, you know, instead of him always coming to her, Feeling like, it, yeah. yeah, so that he's the one kind of saving her or putting mm-hmm. her back straight or, you know, whatever. Just the one there for her instead of him. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, kudos to you, Randy, because... At least he tried. You know what I mean? He was doing the best he could with what he got. And oh, poor uh, Randy. That guy hasn't done anything in years. No. <laughs> He's been stuck just taking care of her forever. That is true self-sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad he's going to Mount Fuji, but as far as Ingrid's concerned, it's only going to go downhill from here. Yeah. yeah. Any, other, any other things you want to say about the Ingrid relationship mm-hmm. before we move on? No, I just hope we continue to see her more um, after the, you know, little winter break. I think she's the new Sheila. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. by the way, I would have loved a Sheila come back. She was my favorite maybe of all time. <laughs> she was loved fantastic. Her. She was so good. Mm-hmm. I think about that a lot, but she had one of the best exits any character on any show I've ever seen, to be honest with you. So it's just topping that's really yeah, hard. Yes, mm-hmm. sure. You can't come back after that. Go check her out in Adam's Family Values. Ooh. It's a Halloween-esque movie. It's a great movie. Okay. I love it. She's in it. One last question before we move on. Yes. Were you guys at all surprised that in her drawer so easily in her office she was able to pull out a, a dildo like that? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I didn't actually think about it like that until right now. Um, no, I guess she's probably had some crazy moments before where she just took it in in one of those, you know, yeah. spells. But... Well, yeah, man. Way to go, girl. <laughs> and then she switched out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's. Oh yeah, she's all about quality. Laser. That was so funny. Was <laughs> she's good. a giver and a receiver. Mm-hmm. Yes, the indeed. Best kind. <laughs> all right. Well, let's next talk about Lip and Tammy. Tammy returns, and first off. They didn't really go into it, but boy, did she ruin this christening. (laughs) I'd be pissed. Tammy is insane. Yeah. Insane. The fact that they would ever make her the godmother of their child, though, like, they're asking for it. So, Um, your fault. (laughs) I gotta be honest, I wasn't totally thrilled to see Tammy's return. Neither was Phil, I don't think. Yeah. I was kind of hoping she was gone. She was giving out, the, the, the parents were there right there, and she's like screaming, hey, kids, who would like to smoke a cigarette? Yeah, like, which, what? You made a good point you, um, when we were watching. You said, eh, that's not very realistic. That was one of those moments where I, I do kind of get taken out of the uh, the shameless world. I'm like, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> not, everyone seemed shocked, but no one wanted to deal with it. No one ran after her. That, that was kind of... Uh, because even the craziest of crazy people that we've seen on the show wouldn't harm children, you know? Or they wouldn't purposely harm children. And she's just like, let's go smoke. Hmm. First one's the hardest, but after that, it's a piece of cake. I mean, even with that, the fact that no one reacted and, and everything else, like, obviously I don't want Tammy with lip, but at least it was believable. And I, you know, when, when the Gallagher's like 
this type of woman, this insanity, yeah. Yeah, use the C word, uh, they they go for it, right? And I, I understand I understand the appeal um, for a man to essentially be called out sexually and saying like you're you're not as good as you think, and he's going to prove that he can get a ten out of ten. He oh, doesn't, for sure. But and so she's controlling his mind through his dick. Yeah. Women are mm-hmm. good at that. What do you, you know? What can you say? I'm just like, am I the only one who's kind of disappointed by this storyline? I feel like they're trying to remix something, and it's just like, I don't know. I just don't find it's too innovating. I feel like we've seen her. She's coming. Like, I just don't. I don't understand the reasoning behind this. Yeah, I, I mean, agree I, with you. Yeah, yeah. I think they were a bit uh, pressed for a storyline for Lip, and they That's just had to I come think. up with something. Yeah, I agree. That's why I said I wasn't very thrilled about it because I felt like to let her go after she already kind of called him jabby before, but now to have him, and I also feel like. Because for me, too, Lip has grown so much as a character that at this point in his life, I mean, I get the ego thing, but I also kind of don't get him, like, that falling for that, wanting that, like, being, yeah, like, he was almost a parent to a child, you know, and he's, like, taking these big mature steps, and I feel like now to just, like, I can see him maybe wanting to have sex with her just to, like, be good and leave her, you know, Mm -hmm. but, like, for it to be anything more than just another, like, maybe one, I I just, I don't, I don't see him being interested in her and her attitude. Exactly. I totally agree with all the growth that we've seen him go through. The lip today should not, and I don't believe is, attracted to a Tammy. And even, you know, to F for, to make a point, I just don't think that is, and it, he doesn't care about that. Yeah. I just, it, it just, this storyline makes no sense to me, and I'm, I'm well, kind of disappointed by it. Well, the one thing, like, last week's episode with uh, Courtney Cox, or um, Jen Wagner, as she, she portrayed in the, at least, like, there was temptation, but he never took it. So, in this regard, what's at least nice is she's never tempted him beyond just teasing of, oh, you're sober at this place, whereas Jen Wagner was like, "Hey, take this drink with me." I so would if it rather... gets to that point, I think she's gonna. You say you rather yeah. see that too? Me too. I would rather see, have seen him hook up with Jen Wagner, but back totally, when, not not during the beginning, but when she came back to his house and then she was relating with them more on that level and enjoying that level. Like if there was a storyline where she kind of. Back down. I would have liked it better than this Listen, one. I would have too because at least it was more creative yeah. and at least it was new. Yeah. Yes. This storyline, as like you said, it's been done. We saw it already. Tammy's character is not emotionally for me going anywhere besides being just a kind of ditzy, crazy, yeah. you know, off the cuff type of person. Like we've seen this. We've seen the crazy sexual doesn't I like stuff. The, yeah. But we also have seen the older woman. You yeah. know, we've seen Lips kind of just been around. We've yeah. seen a lot with him, so. But but at least Jen Wagner represented this idea uh, of someone who used to be drunk and now she's sober. Whereas with the professor, she was older and had problems, but not not they they weren't Jen fully alone. Not sober though, is she? That's why she needs us. She's not, but she's person. but she's going through the experiences no of different trying. than him. Correct. Yeah. So and 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 her philosophy on life. You know, flip a coin, essentially, one day, like, Lip could just, the next day, feel the same way. And so I think that's what the, the struggle is, and that's that's why they had that connection. I mean, once, a, you know, an addict, always an addict, but he seems like he's in a great place to where it's not tempting right now. Even when he's around people that are... Yeah, I, there was a couple, of, a couple of lines that I would love to explore a little bit further. First off, his sponsor E, if we're going to call him that. Yeah. He lost his kid. 
That's not discussed. They didn't talk about it at all. You're so right. That's pretty big. (laughs) (laughs) They were just kind of like, yeah, dude, we have problems too. I can't deal with that right now. (laughs) And apparently Brad, everyone thought Brad was gay. (laughs) That's kind of like a connection moment. But the fact that I was just curious, like, what made everyone think Brad was gay? (laughs) See, I think that's my issue that you're talking about on top of it is that we feel like we keep seeing Liv taking a few steps forward and then several steps back. He's there with his sponsee. What are we calling him? Sponsoree. Sponsoree. And he leaves to go with wackadoodle job or whatever you want to call her. Well, he's not a a babysitter to the sponsoree, so I understand that aspect of it. But Yeah. Find yourself a nice... Sober young woman, or not? Just freaking be single for a few episodes. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. That could be a possibility. Could be, but will it be? So, early prediction. I know we're we're not quite there yet, but tease it for later. Tease it for later. Fine. No, that would Uh, be crazy. Make up your minds (laughs) as to whether or not Lip and Tammy continue this god awful relationship that God hates and Satan loves. Are you done? Yeah. You can get me another one if you want. Okay, great. All right. So let's talk about let's talk about a relationship that we've always loved from day one, Kevin V. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, JJ and I have one brain. The marriage gets a little tested today, yeah. though. Because oh, yeah. It was so good, though. And it was real. Like, yeah. it's a real argument. I mean, a real moment. No, it is. It's a yeah. real argument. It's a real conversation. Yeah. I- for sure, I actually, people I babysit had that exact same conversation and then ended up getting pregnant after a night of drinking, you oh. know? Yeah. <laughs> and of course they're happy now, but that is a real conversation. Well, first off, I love Kev's take on it. Like, he's just so, the memory, what I appreciate about the storytelling, the, the bear, right? It's one thing to have a bear that speaks, but when it plays his voice and Dada <laughs> and, and, and the twins... I could, it, it's such a Kev moment of him lighting up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Kev doesn't, you know, based on his line of saying, all you have to do is be inconvenienced for nine months. He doesn't understand the, you know, the toll that it takes on a woman's body emotionally, physically, you know, just mm-hmm. everything. So for him to just say, yeah, I want a kid and I'll do everything. That's like when a little kid wants a dog. I promise I'll do everything. That never happens. Well, yeah. and V had such a hard time after the you know twins were born too of not wanting to be a bomb. She, you know, she had postpartum, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure she's nervous too about putting herself. Now she's in a good place with all of them. The family's good. Like she probably doesn't want to have that depression again, or right. maybe not know if she has. That's difficulty. a very good point. Yeah, it's a great. And then again, the financial aspect. They yeah, have. Just, we still haven't broken this storyline as well. Their their twins are pretending to be one person, so they can't because they can't yeah. afford school. Right. Kids are not cheap, and that's what she was mentioning. Well, so that was the only thing about this storyline moving forward that's going to be tough is adoption is so expensive. So if you can't afford daycare, how are you going to afford a $25,000, $30,000 adoption? Yeah. I don't, Unless I don't think... they take one of Charlotte. Is that her name? She's got, like, six kids and twins on the way. Maybe she'll just <laughs> oh. give them a baby. Perhaps. Charlamagne? I, I don't know. I feel like that's <laughs> much more, like, shameless because yeah. it, they... they Cannot financially afford yeah, to adopt, I, so somebody's going to just have to gift them a baby. Exactly. I, I don't foresee it being a newborn, as she said, like it's going to be a newborn. I don't think. I think it's going to be maybe like a foster situation, as we've seen in the past. Yeah, which we really enjoyed. That was like the first time really fought like have with a child in a way in right. the first few seasons. I would like to see that. Yeah. Well, I, I have I have two thoughts, and you guys are welcome to comment on either. Number one, I do appreciate that 
V was open to the idea of adoption. She's like, I'm not putting my body through this, but this is a compromise. And two, as far as Kev's concerned, I feel like as much as he wants a baby, you, you still have, they're four years old. They still have plenty of years to be raised. Raise them. <laughs> you know, yeah, spend yeah. time with them. Educate them. Do what you got to do. Like, they're not, they're not self-sufficient. They're not, the, like, I understand the Gallaghers when they turn four, but that's not a model. Yeah. I agree. I think Kev should get the kids a puppy. Oh. I think they're ready for a puppy. You know? Okay. If okay. he can get that attachment, he can take care of, you know, something to take care of. I, I see that. Happy. Um, you know what I have a huge problem with? Kev has another freaking do- uh, He has a son. We never talk about that. With someone what? else? With V's mom. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, but that, that, well, right. He, he, yeah, but he wants a newborn anyway. I know, but how come that that never comes up? We never see this child because well, didn't they have like an arrangement and an agreement that, that he would he take was care not... of and he would visit every once in a while? Oh. And that doesn't like they introduced the storyline years ago, right? And I just don't. Mm-hmm. They just like forgot about it. I just it makes that's why they, this doesn't connect with me. Yeah, I didn't really. I didn't think mm-hmm. about it. I don't know why I thought that that like arrangement a while ago was. He wasn't going to be involved. Like, he was just helping her to get pregnant. But, yeah. No, because it all started because they want a kid. They couldn't get a kid. They couldn't afford uh, surrogacy and all that. So they went through getting the mom banged up instead. Then she, then V got pregnant at the same time. And then all of a sudden they had three kids, which was nerve-wracking. And then finally the mom was just too sad to get rid of the kid. So they decided, this kid will live with you. We'll keep the two kids. And we'll we'll help all together. We saw oh, that for a few yeah. episodes, and then it disappeared. Now he wants a new kid, and we forget to mention this storyline. Yeah. And yet we're recycling old storylines. I don't know. Shameless is doing something to me, you guys. All right. Here's a, here's, a shameless, uh, here's a shameless quote. Okay. Um, this is from a, a junkie that I, that I got to know. <laughs> Listen, living in Boston, you sometimes learn things. So this is the quote from the junkie. Okay. A man's job is to impregnate a woman. And by those terms, that's what Kev's trying to do. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. That's what Dave the Junkie would say. The man's job. Biologically, I guess that would be true. And Dave know, Dave would know. Let me tell you, Dave's got 11 kids. Oh, Dave is Frank. Dave is Frank. Yeah. Dave sounds yeah. just like Frank. Um, but in other news, in actual beneficial news, all of our after shows are on Spotify. <laughs> So for those of you, obviously you guys are listening, but now you guys, for some reason it makes it easier for you to listen on Spotify, that option is now available. However, what I'd encourage you to do is for those people, the friends in your circle that love Shameless and other TV shows but haven't yet tuned into After Buzz because they're like, oh, it's a little inconvenient, but 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 Well, now tell them we're on Spotify because that's a little bit more convenient for them. Mm-hmm. So Boom. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are, and Spotify. So there you go. That's where we are. Speaking of where things are, let's check in on good old Fiona, where she is. Ooh. In the dumps. Oh, yeah, I really yeah. liked her character this episode. I you got to see some of uh, Emmy Rossum's awesome acting skills today. Mm-hmm. We did, but uh, it, it kind of two things were happening. It was it was a mature Fiona, but then it was also simultaneously a very immature, wounded Fiona Broken. from years past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drunk, yeah. And 
I didn't obviously I didn't I've never liked that side of her like I want the best for Fiona um but I thought today would be a little bit different and by the end it kind of wasn't I think I love too that again for me this was a very real moment like a like real what happens when sometimes things are going along so great in your life and then you get knocked down again and you instantly can fall back into that like you know depressed moments if there's an article too I was going to say for the news but um, the showrunner again John Wells talks about he wanted the storyline because he said it's very this happens a lot to people um, actually at, at all financial levels but especially in, in where they are where yeah. they finally get ahead start to get ahead and that they think so they have that momentum and they're feeling that you know rush and making things go along and then unfortunately kind of bite off more than they chew and then it starts and then it falls right back down so that's kind right. of why that the trap of not getting out of that cycle yeah so he wanted to portray that i've been thinking a lot about fiona this past week <laughs> um thinking just like why did she ever do this deal she just put yeah. everything in the, in there and it's not responsible of her and then i had a thought she obviously comes from a rather a really poor upbringing uh with not a lot of support and i think when you don't have when you that's kind of your world and you don't have much to lose Ever because you don't you don't have anything, so why would you have something to lose if you don't have anything? I think that's what urged her to just gamble it all because that stays with you. I mean, I think in the beginning she was desperate to do something to change her life. Um, so we obviously see her buy the laundromat, and then that goes well. So of course she's like, well, why would I not try to do something else? Mm-hmm. Patsies, that goes well. Of course, all of a sudden she's like, oh, this is. I mean. Hard work, but easier than I thought it was going to be. Why wouldn't I continue to go? The apartment building works out. She's never going to stop Mm -hmm. until something like this happens that makes her realize that there's a lot more to this business than she actually understood, which she didn't understand and wouldn't have until, unfortunately, she had a learning lesson. I agree, but she, when she went into those things, she did her due diligence and, yes, there was a sense of optimism there and she was partly blinded by that, but she went into it under under this under this fear and yes i want to i want to achieve something through this but i've i've done the homework and with this she just you know kind of looked at one example and did, i don't believe she did the same homework that she's done in the past, the past. Mm-hmm. she got a little mm-hmm. lazy yeah you know like i got she got that I got this mentality. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, she was riding the high because those things all did work. And then right. she now thought she was in a successful relationship as well and feeling confident in that. And yeah, didn't research as much. Yeah. And I think that the arrogancy also of her, her, her partner just kind of urged her more because he was very like, you can't do this. You don't, you know, and she wanted to be a big fish. So. Right. But now she's drowning. As well, he said. she, okay. She's drowning. Yes, that's fine. But he does. All things considered, it's one thing, and I appreciate that they put the storyline here, but the reset button is hit, and she still walks away pretty decently. Fairly unscathed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like her life is completely ruined. Yes, she owes interest on the $25,000, but as he says, your credit's not going to be dinged, and you still have this partnership. Right. Yeah. You're, yeah. Totally. She still has patsies. It's not like she doesn't have anything going for her. Yeah. yeah. And so. so, so that's where, that's where I didn't appreciate Fiona all of a sudden sulking as if. Yeah. All woos me. I totally agree with you on that one. I thought fine to do do it before. You know, she's crushed or whatever. You know, we all have you have those moments. But but yeah, I thought after she got that break, I thought we'd see her starting to 
I think now she's just processing Ford still. Yeah. I think she's more upset about that almost than she is about some of this other stuff. But, Phil, life is... Life is what? Life is what? 90% what happens to you? Oh, you're trying to pull the quote out of me? I didn't say this quote, but... 10% how you handle it? Yeah. 90% 10%, 90% how you, 90, 90% of life is how you handle, and 10% is what actually happens to you. So it's a little bit reversed. Got it. We, we got to mix that. Yeah. But that's the, the sentiment yes, there. Yes, you're in control of all of your emotions, reactions. And I did appreciate, like, Debs coming in there and being this sort of spark to mm-hmm. get it all going. Like, okay, we're going we're gonna to take the metal apart, and we're going to put the car as stolen, Great, that solved problem number one. Yeah, she's my MVP for today. She was hilarious. (laughs) I mean, this was just fantastic. I really enjoyed her, just kind of like the the role shifts in a way, that she was going to take care of certain situations, and she was was more so the grown-up in a way. You know, Fiona has taken care of her messes for so many years. It was really nice to see that shift, Mm -hmm. but it was also great that it wasn't... They didn't go too far with the storyline where she could have been complete a Miss Adult Lady. She was still, I mean, it was amazing, the whole Ford thing, but it was kind of like a childish move. <laughs> well, what Fiona do you to pull think that, off? that she was making before they actually showed mm. us at the end? What, what was in your head? What did you think that they were welding or creating? I, I, it was supposed to be some six-foot sign. Yeah, I have no clue. Yeah, I thought she kept it was, saying six-foot yeah. platform. But I kept thinking it was going to be some type of like billboard or something. Same. That's, yeah, I thought it was going to sign that kind of said. Oh, but it was so it. much yeah. better. Yeah, I didn't expect him to be up there. Ass first. Yeah. I mean, how they got him there, we're not, I'm not even questioned. But that, that was a great moment. I, I felt for Fiona. You know what? Shoot his ass with the paintball gun. I was gun. thinking the paintball gun uh-huh. also. Out of all of those choices, I mean, I love the Katniss Everdeen reference. That made yeah. me laugh for sure. But I was. I was like, yes, pick the paintball gun. That seemed the most... Uh... It's the best. Because he's like, it's the humiliation. He has the stains. And also those things are going to leave bruises. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And he was such a, like an art fan, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Some, <laughs> some color. For sure. But, uh, and I'm, I'm glad, like, that, that was a great build up to the final moments. Yeah. But then unfortunately they underscored it with what came right after. And she's drinking by herself and and just the way the rest of the Gallagher's are sort of concerned watching on the porch for her um I don't I don't think this is it, it for Fiona and I'm saddened by this because I I feel like she's she's more mature and moved on from this one alcoholic is enough in the Gallagher mm-hmm. family I don't need to see another one yeah this was a real frank moment this is what she she wasn't drinking by herself you know maybe you've had a bad day we've seen she was screaming at neighbors and telling them the F off she was in the middle of the lawn this is not just uh, some glass of wine too many you know yeah. so drinking the booze in the aisle at the grocery the store <laughs> and that she was a mermaid yeah. how about her trying to take that giant thing of meat with the plastic yeah. on and shove it in her oven <laughs> And again, I don't – it's one of those things like she could have done all those things from a sense of joy of like, holy crap, I just won the lottery. Like the, all – when I started today, everything was going against me. And the fact that I walked away fairly unscathed, yeah, right. me. Yeah, I'm going to get drunk and just ride this wave. Yeah, Which is because it's yeah. not totally a success. It's a complete failure. Yep. I think also the, the dog not following her took a toll on her. She doesn't feel wanted. Oh my god, that killed that me. Don't me too. that thing. What? You've been through so much together. Yeah. Well, not even that. What, what the hell's going to happen with the dog? Yeah. That dog ate Give a, a person. Kev. Give it to Kev. Is everyone forgetting that? Dog well, ate that's... a human being. It's I mean... a special talk. 
I can't that, leave it there. Yeah. It's that, yeah. She, I think she, she needs to go back for the dog. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I wasn't proud of her in that moment. <laughs> um, and I, I get that she feels the sense of defeat that she's back at the Gallagher household, but I stop. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be. It's okay. Yeah. Things are different. Carl, I don't think he's going to get his room. Leading me to believe that he's, well, he's going to West Point. Who cares? Yeah, agreed. Also, a great little moment from from Ian leaving that clock. Miss me yet? Yeah, oh, that was good. That was a good little moment. Really good. Any stray observations before we talk about our favorite Fiona moments um, from all seasons? I just have a question about what we thought about. Uh, uh, shoot, uh, Debbie Debbie uh, knocking on her ex girlfriend's door. Um, oh, it's fine, her and I think she uh, likes her welding skills. Okay, but I, mean, I, I think, think they she could really remain just friends yeah. for uh, that project. Yeah, I, I think there's nothing wrong with them being friends, and they could be friends. Like that's. Yeah, I mean, I think healthy. Debbie learned what she you know liked and didn't mm-hmm. like, and that was kind of just a just that. Okay, yeah, cool. Indeed. All right, so let's. Why don't we each pick a favorite? Fiona oh moment. You're saying like it's like putting me on the spot. I think there's so many out of any episode. Yeah. Yeah, good or bad. Oh god. Would you like me to start? Yeah. All right. Can I go all the way back to uh, so Jimmy Steve? You could. Oh, anything with Jimmy Steve. Yeah, I, like. <laughs> I know. Dude, it, I like here's this is not a happy moment, um, but as far as like one of the more powerful okay. moments ever, Fiona after she left crack with Liam. That oh, yeah. story arc in itself was such a... When he got into the cocaine? Yeah. Yeah. That that mm-hmm. was such a powerful story arc yeah. for, for a number of reasons. And that was Fiona at her best because she knew she, like, she, through no, yes, fault of her own, but but she didn't mean to. She wasn't being neglectful. She made this mistake. And, and the fact that, like, the kids were going over to Frank and she couldn't do anything about it, uh, she really, truly wanted to do what was best for them and unfortunately things were against her yeah i don't know if this is necessarily my favorite but another like really powerful one that always sticks out is her wedding day Mm -hmm. um and actually finally seeing her in a wedding dress because i just don't think you ever expected to see her in a wedding dress um you know and people so many people had helped her and gotten that ready and she looked beautiful and you honestly thought that she was about to get a happy ending, and then she didn't, and that was really powerful. And leave it to Frank to tell her the truth. Yeah. yeah. Juliet? Um, I have two. I think... Uh, Cheater. Okay, fine. I have one. My favorite moment would be when um, Kev's ex comes back and claims that she has a child with him, and Fiona uh, just goes down the street and yells at him and says, basically, you know, just like get your shit together. Um, you have this is this is you guys are Kevin V. If you guys, if you don't can't make it, there's no hope for all of us. Right. Just you know, he she just really screams at him and puts him in the right place. And it's just it's such a moment where you're like you're crying because everything she's saying is so sad and because you're like, no, I want you to have love too, Fiona. And at the same time, you're like, what an amazing friend, just sticking up for her family in that sense. So yeah, that has to be that one mine. I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't know this was happening tonight. Uh, there's so many. I didn't either. <laughs> What do you mean? You came up with it. I know, but the, <laughs> based on seeing the episode. JJ, we've all come I'm, up with one. There's no uh, I mean, I mean, I love... Stop it. <laughs> you guys went first, too, by the way. Um, 
I mean, I, I like, I, I think there were so many moments, I'm trying to think of a specific one, but I remember loving a lot of scenes with her and Monica, mm-hmm. um, just because mm-hmm. they were so intense, and the, the rival of those two, like, supposed to be the the head of the families, and I just thought there was some great acting in, in those scenes. Or how about when she um, takes the kids on as their actual guardian? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was yep. an awesome yep. scene. When, when Frank does something yet again, and she's like, "This is don't ever mess with my kids, and he's like, what do you mean, your kids? And then she just, that, that look that she gives him, like... Freaking A, those are my kids. Well, before yeah. before we head on into news and gossip, I'll, I'll give everyone, your, us as hosts, but also you at home, obviously by the end of the, the full season finale, we'll be talking about Fiona because that'll be have been her last episode. So in anticipation of that, let's pick our favorite moments for that episode. So that gives okay. you plenty of time. Can't say okay, nothing okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. So, all right, but without further ado, let's get into some news and gossip. I got some of that for you. Yay. Oh, I've been looking at this picture. Okay, QQ picture alert. So Jeremy Allen White had his little bambino, and she was born yesterday. So that is the little picture. She is tiny. He's holding her in the, for an iTunes listener, he's holding her in the hospital with, you know, chest to chest, and she has a lot of hair for a newborn. Yeah, she does. She's, so oh, we can't see her face, just her body. Which is good. Her head, don't, don't show that. I know, yeah. but man, she looks cute. Yeah, and he is. He looks so happy. He looks he just like looks a good in love. dad. Yeah. yeah, that that look of just pure love. Yeah, yeah I want great. a baby. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I do. Probably Stop like, with the wine today. Stop with the wine. You're gonna get impregnated. <laughs> All right. Any other news? <laughs> I love it. I love it. That'll be our New Year's gossip. <laughs> All right. Hey, 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 yeah. Let's Holiday get into some. I do have one more story. One, one more thing. Um, we did. I didn't fully read it, but there's a great article in the Hollywood Reporter tonight that just came out um, where John Wells talks about kind of what's, what, what's going to come up in the last nine episodes. So that's a good thing for you guys to check out while we have a little time here and you're missing your shameless fix. But he talks about he, he'd wanted to do this story with Emmy before. She even had decided she was leaving because he wanted to tell this story about the, about the struggles. So he's really looking forward to to it and developing it. And he thinks that the end nine will be a lot about where how she either goes up or down from this. Um, but there's a lot more in that article, so it's a really interesting one. So check that, that one out in The Hollywood Reporter. All right. Well... This is a good sort of tie-in. So this is our last episode, certainly of this year. But uh, we will be back. We are going into high beer nation until (laughs) January 20th. So let's give our predictions of what will come in the second part of the season. I really want to see Kevin V sort of deal with the aftermath of, of... you know the the kindergarten stuff. Like at, at a certain point, oh, someone's yeah, gonna Amy, have to like, Amy. yeah, someone's gonna have to mm-hmm. figure this out. Um, but as far as that, like, I'm, Lip has always been a strong character, so I'm interested to see him move along. Um, and Fiona, I really want the best for her. That's all I'll say. Aww. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. gonna say something about Fiona. I'm really interested to see what you guys think. So comment along with us um, on YouTube because I honestly can't decide how they're gonna end this with Fiona. I can't. This is maybe effed up of me, but I just want a super dramatic ending, whether it's really happy or really sad, because I think I need that to still be, like, totally invested in the show once she's gone. Like, Mm -hmm. I just need that shameless 
crying moment that we've had in seasons past. I so want I just ultimately think something happy. Something big is going to happen with her. I think it's going to be very, very sad until the very end, and it's going to be euphoric. Happy. And I'm I'm okay with that as long as it's you know something. totally euf- yeah euphoric. Yeah, I agree. I unfortunately foresee Fiona having s- uh, drug uh, issues and alcohol, um, as we saw tonight. Uh, she's taking pills because of her wrist, but definitely taking too many pills, definitely drinking on pills, which is not recommended. And she thinks <laughs> nope. that she's a mermaid. Mm-hmm. So I don't see this, you know, <laughs> turning she's out. She's a beautiful mermaid. Turning out so good, yeah. Yeah, JJ. yeah I definitely think she's going to go really down before uh, before she comes up. But I, I do think it's going to end on a happy note with her. I do. Um, I think, Kevin V, I think we might get the baby before the end of this year. Right. Speaking of which, I, I loved how he was oh, breaking the news ahead. to her as if he, like, it was almost role reversal where he was the one pregnant. Right, with the yeah. sock. Yeah. Yeah, like, hey, yeah. our future child. <laughs> I also wanted to say, I think we're going to see Frank in his most dangerous situation ever of Shameless oh. with Ingrid. I think something's going to get, like... Uh-huh. Scare him finally. Do we see her moving into the Gallagher home? No, no. they're gonna kick her out. No, and plus, she's right, got a home. She's got a nice got home, duplex. and he would want to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> All right, live in the other duplex while he yeah, sent the other oh, guy yes. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. This has been our mid-season finale. We will see you back January twentieth of twenty nineteen. So happy New Year happy to you! New Year. Happy Thanksgiving! Happy holidays! Oh my god, all the feels. So many holidays, so much drinking, so much crazy. At JJ Jurgens. At JJ Jurgens, bye! At Bonjour Juliet. At Haley Clover. And I'm at Phil Svitek, and we're of course at AfterBuzz TV. See you January 20th. Thanks, guys! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Noreen Menudos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, but we're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 